Let's deep dive. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we will be diving into the true crime story of Lizzie Borden. If you were like me, you grew up hearing the infamous poem. Lizzie Borden took an axe. She gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Lizzie Borden was born on July 19, 1860 in Fall River, Massachusetts to her parents Andrew and Sarah Borden. Lizzie had two siblings, sisters Alice, who passed away at the age of two, and Emma. Her father, Andrew, was a wealthy and successful property developer. He was also the president of a major bank in Fall River, and he was the director of Three Cloth Mills. Not much is said about her mother, Sarah, other than that she passed away after Lizzie's birth. Three years after Sarah's death, Andrew had remarried to a woman named Abby Turfrey Gray, and she moved into the Borden home. Abby was 37 when she married Andrew. She desired respect and social status, something the Borden family had. She was often called a push-cart peddler, so marrying someone of Andrew's status was unexpected by many. Many people in the area speculated that Andrew only proposed because he wanted a housekeeper and someone who could raise his daughters. Lizzie and Emma did not get along with their stepmother and often argued with their father because of it. Lizzie and her sister Emma grew up with a religious upbringing and regularly attended the Central Congregational Church. As Lizzie got older, she began teaching a Sunday school class and was greatly involved in church activities, such as the Christian Endeavor Society and the Women's Christian Temperance Union. Lizzie often held leadership roles in the organizations she participated in. Despite her positions on committees and her age, she had not found a suitor. She was not considered a beauty, and some people even went as far as calling her homely, which I just think is rude. And for those who tried, she felt they weren't up to her standards, or her father would view them as inferior men and would chase them off, stating they were just chasing Lizzie for their family's fortune. On August 4th, 1892, the day of the murders, her father had breakfast with his wife and left the house to attend some business meetings. Lizzie sent her maid to clean the windows on the ground floor and then to go to the third floor and finish. Meanwhile, allegedly, Lizzie went to her stepmother, who was in the guest room at the time, and killed her with a hatchet. Police had counted 18 blows to the head, much less than the 40 we grew up with in the poem. At approximately 10.45 a.m., her father returned home. He was tired and decided a nap on the downstairs couch would be nice. While he was sleeping, it's alleged that Lizzie saw him and struck him 11 times with the same hatchet. Lizzie stated to police she had discovered her father's lifeless body about 30 minutes after he had laid down for his nap. And shortly later, their maid, Bridget, found the body of Abby in the upstairs bedroom. 
police believe that both victims were killed by crushing blows to the head with a hatchet. Lizzie was arrested on August 11, 1892, and had been indicted by a grand jury. However, the trial did not begin until June of 1893. The hatchet was found by the Fall River Police, but it appeared to have been cleaned of any evidence. The prosecution didn't have a strong case because the Fall River Police didn't collect evidence properly. At this time, fingerprint evidence was something police did. However, they didn't do any fingerprint lifts off the alleged murder weapon. With as many whacks to the head her stepmother and father took, police found none of Lizzie's clothing to have any blood stains on them. It was later reported that Lizzie tore apart and burned a blue dress in the kitchen stove a few days following the murder because it had baseboard paint on it. Based on the lack of evidence and testimonies, Lizzie was acquitted for the murders of Andrew and Abby Borden. Following the trial, Lizzie decided she would stay in Fall River, and she moved in with her sister Emma. But over time, they grew apart, and Emma decided to move out. Lizzie then decided she would no longer go by Lizzie Borden. It would now be called Elizabeth A. Borden. The last years of Lizzie's life were spent ill, and in 1927, she passed away of pneumonia. When she passed, her family did not make a public announcement. It was said that Lizzie planned her own funeral and paid for everything up front. She had left a list with the funeral home of who was invited to her funeral. Upon arriving, the guests were told the funeral had been held the night before. She left her heirs $225,000. She was buried with the rest of her family at the Oak Grove Cemetery in Fall River. On her headstone is the name Elizabeth Andrews Borden. Her final resting place had become popular over the years. So much so, that the cemetery owners had to paint arrows on the roads to direct people to her grave. The Borden House is now a bed and breakfast and does a 90-minute tour where they walk you through the scenes that occurred on August 4th, 1892. And that, my friends, is the story of Lizzie Borden. Thank you again for taking the time to hang out with me. I hope you enjoyed today's deep dive. Make sure you share and subscribe. Help your girl out. Until next time. Bye.